Hi, everyone. I'm Sage Hill, and this is The Social Sage. I want to welcome you to part two of Leading with Your Soul and Living an Authentic Life. In the last episode, I talked about the images that are portrayed um, to us to um, try to get us to buy in to the imagery and um, the storylines that are espoused as somehow the optimal way to live, to be, to think, to dress, to act. When one of the, I think, most valuable parts of being both human and being a Black woman are how unique we are. Those special traits and characteristics that we have that no one else can either relate to or copy. Now, of course, there are people who try to copy us, whether it's, um, you know, trying to have... um, a certain characteristic, whether it's fuller lips or bigger hips or, you know, altering their bodies in essence to look like us. Sitting and lying in the sun for hours to get what comes naturally to us in, in all shades and all hues along the color spectrum. That's us. We are the original exotic, as I like to say. So why is it then that we so often get sucked into this line of thinking wherein we feel we somehow have to change to fit in? No, it's, it's actually the opposite. The only changing that we really need to do is changing our outlook and changing the fact that we somehow feel we need to change in order to be accepted. I think one of the most relevant um, examples of that now is how we are choosing to wear our hair. Now, uh, you know, there there are still parts of the country. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I believe in keeping it real. So I'm going to call it out Texas. Um, that in many of the, the cities and the school districts, they have laws in place that don't allow young men, young women to wear their hair locked in twist in styles that are natural to our hair and our texture. No, in fact, they have to live up to someone else's idea of what is appropriate. Luckily, we're seeing changes. Um, We're seeing changes in society. We're seeing changes in the corporate world where women like myself, um, Black men as well, are adopting and going with their natural state. Now, of course, you know, we have to do things to get it to look this way, but but 
this is our hair in its natural state. Using what we have and the unique nature of the texture of our hair to be able to do things that, quite frankly, others can't. We are then um, walking in our authentic glory um, when it comes to the crowns that we wear on our hair. Our hair is our glory. And so now it's becoming a little bit more accepted. But there was a time when it wasn't accepted and women who wore their hair in natural styles were looked down upon, maybe passed up for promotions, all because of hair. Well, now those things have changed. But one of the things that still remains the same is how we struggle to be ourselves. And as I said in the last episode, a lot of that starts when we're really young. How many of you were compared to someone else or asked why you couldn't be more like this person or that person or or kind of pushed in a direction um, in terms of your career path? I mean, this is something that you're going to be doing for the rest of your life unless you make a sudden switch. But, but other people, our parents, our family members somehow feel, probably because it happened to them too, that they know best what our lives should look like and how we should go about leading them. It took me until I was 42 years old before I went back to school. And when I did, I excelled. I decided that I wanted to go back. And I paid for it. And I made the decision what I wanted my major to be. It happened to be psychology. Something I hated when I first went to college right out of high school. I flunked, in fact, my first psychology course. It made no sense to me. But as I got older, I understood that so much of psychology is well beyond what Freud thought. And it's more about how things that we were exposed to in our developmental years and things that we are exposed to throughout our, our, our lives in society, how those things impact us how we get stuck sometimes in certain patterns of behavior that need to be interrupted in order for us to be successful. And today, I want to help you interrupt the pattern of feeling as though you have to be something other than who you are. Ultimately, there is one thing that if you don't take away anything else from today's episode, I want you to take this away. Are you listening? You, as you are, as you are, as only you know, you are enough.
You are enough. Just as you are. Even as you are evolving still. You're enough. Even as you begin to go deeper and asking yourself questions like, what do I really think about this situation? How do I really feel? What is it that really makes me happy? I may be working in this particular job, but is this really what I want to do? What do I want? What do I like? What do I prefer? What makes me happy? What angers me? What motivates me? What encourages me? What do I deserve in my life? Who deserves to be a part of my life? And quite frankly, who doesn't? Those are just a few questions that I want you to answer. Roll the tape back if you need to. Take it back a couple minutes. Get out your journals. And start answering those questions for yourself. Later on in another episode, we'll actually go through an exercise similar to um, the exercises that um, are a part of the seminars, my Single Savvy Sisters seminars that um, we'll be talking about a little bit uh, later on in another episode. But this is a time, especially for those of you that are still young, you're in your your 20s, your, your 30s, even your 40s. And hey, it's never too late, never too late. I'm 56 and I'm still learning. I'm still evolving. So it's never too late. But if I can help you learn to accept yourself for who you are and to dig deep and acknowledge what you want, how you feel, what you need at this stage of your life, trust and believe. Not only will you be farther along and not only will you be happier living that authentic life, but then as you start raising your children, you can teach them the same. You can break the pattern of trying to make your children fit into a predetermined narrative that is not necessarily their own. Can you imagine how you would have felt as a child growing up in in high school, in middle school, going to college, if you had been encouraged to just think about the things that interest you the most? What are you passionate about? And pursue that path? Can you imagine the impact and the effect that that would have had on your life? 
And if you start now and break that pattern and encourage your children to do what they want to do, to help them understand that they can be whatever they want to be. How much difference, how much of a difference that will make in their lives and how much more successful they will be because they have learned at a young age to be true to who they are, to their authentic selves. That's where we have to start. We have to start interrupting the patterns. And that starts with you. Interrupt your pattern. It's okay. It's okay to acknowledge yourself. It's okay to acknowledge your feelings. Because ultimately, this life is yours. Nobody else's. You get one shot at it. And each and every day, you're writing a little bit more onto the page, onto the pages that become the chapters that eventually tell the story of your life. And the story of your life begins with you embracing you. Can you grow? Absolutely. Can you develop? Absolutely. Will you change your mind? Of course you will. But as long as you are being true to yourself, as long as you are encouraging yourself and listening to that, that inner voice that guides you, that wants to guide you, that we so often resist. Stop resisting. Start listening. You will not guide you wrong. And when it doesn't feel right, that's because it isn't. Listen to your voice. Approve of yourself. I approve of you. Approve of yourself. Accept yourself. You are enough. So roll it back. Listen to the questions that you really need to ask yourself and answer them honestly. Write them down. Acknowledge them. Because this is the beginning of authenticity. Welcome yourself into the room. As always, it's been a pleasure, my treasures. And thanks again for listening to me, Sage Hill and The Social Sage.